Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, August 4th. And if you guys are hearing me correctly, you will hear that I am sick. Okay? I have a cold. Now, this is very devastating for two reasons. Number one, who likes being sick? Number two, my kids are doing a sleepaway at their camp for one night. So we had a free night to go out tonight, which we won't. Number three, Taylor Swift is tomorrow. Guys, this is not a joke. Taylor Swift is tomorrow. I've been waiting for this concert for months. And it's finally here. And I started to get sick. Like I started to have a sore throat on Tuesday. And it's progressively gotten worse. And now it's a head cold. So I need all your thoughts, prayers, suggestions, good vibes, you know, um, energy, love and light, whatever they say. Here's what I'm doing. I am drinking a medicine ball from Starbucks. TikTok didn't know what that was. That's two tea bags. Tea bag just is like a bad word, right? Um, you actually just order a citrus honey mint tea if you're ordering on the app. It comes with two tea bags, mint tea bags, hot lemonade and honey. It's super sweet. It's actually too sweet almost. I almost like I drink a little and then I pour boiling water in to keep it going. Um, so I'm drinking that. I'm on Mucinex. I'm drinking a lot of water and then I am full on bouging it up and being a real housewife and getting an IV drip coming to my house um, this afternoon at 4 p.m. because I have, uh, I'm getting my roots done at two and then I'm going to come home. I'm going to get an IV drip. And then literally because my kids are not home, it's kind of perfect. I can order in some soup or Lance will be here and I'm just going to watch a movie in bed. It's kind of nice, right? Like to be sick without kids to take care of. For those of you that are new here, my name is Donna Bowling. I do a five time a week show called Daily Dose of Donna. You're here. Welcome. Thank you for subscribing if you're here, here on YouTube. And please add this show to your daily rotation. You know, there's a very, very popular daily pop culture show called The Toast. And actually, I love The Toast. It's a little young for me. Like, I, I don't know if you guys um, listen to The Toast. It's very millennial and younger. But I find myself liking their energy and a lot of their stories I really like. They're going on hiatus for an entire month in August. And I'm like, we got to get those toasters. We got to get those toasters and get them to come on over to the dosers, right? Get a dose of toast or get a toast with dose. Maybe by next week they'll know because we have some exciting stuff coming up next week. Very excited. I'll explain to you later. Um, Today I have a big show for you guys because what I'm doing right now is my live show on TikTok, Welcome TikTok, and um, over here on YouTube, where I'm going to talk about some of the biggest stories. There's some big stories right now. And then what I'm going to do is in about 25 minutes, I have an interview with the popular, very popular Instagram creator, Face Reality 16 Her name is Eliza. We've become very close on DM. And she is ground zero, the start of the Kyle, Mauricio, and Morgan Wade 
deep dives. She was the one that was putting it all in all her stories and she was a guest on Bitch Sesh. And then today we have some big Kyle and Morgan Wade stuff coming out and I've been messaging with her and I was like, tell me you're free today. So if you are watching this live on TikTok, you're going to have to go over to the YouTube show when I upload it later this afternoon. And you're going to have to watch it there because that interview is going to be added to this and it's going to be good. We're going to talk all about it. Okay. Those of you that haven't joined the Facebook group, this is my um, plug. Go on over. We hit 600 members yesterday. So exciting. So fun. Um, love that Facebook group. We talk about a lot of stuff that I probably won't ever want to say here on the show. Um, and then, of course, there's the, the Patreon as well. Um, I've hit 140 members of the Patreon. I am so grateful for all of you guys. So come on in there. And um, oh my gosh, Lord is subscribed to TikTok. I hit my subscription goal. Thank you. And um, come on over to the Patreon because uh, trust me, next week, it will be a good one. I'm going to have a lot of good stuff to talk about. A lot of good stuff. Okay. You guys, some big news in the Bravo sphere. And it's about reality TV and it's about Bravo and NBC and it's about Bethany. We're going to talk about that in five minutes. What I want to do really fast is I want to talk about some mini stories some catty mini stories that have come out um, based on the Watch What Happens Live that aired on, where are we today? Friday, that aired on Wednesday night after Real Housewives of OC. So I mentioned it briefly yesterday. After the episode of OC, um, Vicki Gumbelson, former cast member and now friend, and um, yeah, so funny. Jamie goes, Facebook group has the best people. It's so true because you're there. But honestly, it's a great group of people. There's only been like one or two people that I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like that energy. So um, so Shannon and Shannon Bedore and Vicki Gumbelson were guests on Watch What Happens Live. Two things happened on this episode that have caused a ripple effect. Okay. Number one. Number one, um, let's start with Shannon and Gina. So yesterday on my show, I did a impression of Gina. Remember, Shannon, Travis, actually my voice being sick, like really nails the vocal fry. Um, so yesterday, two days ago, Shannon did make a dig at Gina Someone said, oh, Andy had asked a question, who are you most likely, who are you not excited to see either at BravoCon or the reunion, something along those lines? And Shannon said Gina, which is kind of shocking out of every single Bravo person, right? Yeah, it was, I think it was about BravoCon. And she said, well, I just don't understand. Like Shannon and I, Gina and I end every season well, and then she just keeps talking. She keeps talking. So apparently Gina has some issues with Shannon. Okay. That's her new name, you guys. Shannon. Isn't that how she says it? Am I crazy? She and Yan. <laughs> so yesterday, last night, Shannon, and I don't follow Gina. I only follow Shannon. So I saw Shannon posted this. But Gina started this kind of like catty girl fight. And what she did was she posted a picture of her wearing a black leather skirt with these like little what would you call them? Like tassels <laughs> at the bottom, like puffs at the bottom of her skirt. 
And um, she wore it to watch what happens live when she was on with making King, King Edmonds Biden the third. And French, yes. And then Shanyan, Shanyan also wore the same skirt to watch what happens live. Okay. Number one, no one knew. Did anyone notice? Did anyone out there notice except Gina? Probably not. Maybe someone did. That really pays attention. I did not notice. Gina posted a side-by-side of the two of them, and she posted a caption, something along the lines of, um, I'm so glad someone else is using my uh, like to know it. You know that LTK um, that all the influencers do? What is it called? The LTK is like like to know. It's their outfit. She said, glad to see another happy customer shopping my LTK links. Check out my LTK to see what Shannon will be wearing next. And then she wrote, hashtag imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Okay. She spelled imitation wrong. Now, she has edited it, edited it, edited it since. Um, oh, what's post-nasal? Oh, it's post-nasal. I'm like, I have post-nasal drip maybe. Um, she edited it to say imitation spelled correctly. But she posted it trying to be catty, trying to be funny. I don't know. 14 hours ago. Right now it's 11.30 a.m. 12.09. Um, she posted it at 9 p.m. last night. The comments, it, it's not it's not it, you guys. She did not expect these comments. The comments on the post are horrible. Like 99% of them are saying like, Gina, no one is looking to you for fashion, hair, or makeup tips. Um, someone else said, you can still delete this. Yikes. Grow up, Gina. This is so petty. Um, listen, do I think it's so petty? No. Do I think it's a little cold and rude? No. I mean, yes. I also think Gina's just annoying right now. Like my TikTok and reel that I posted yesterday about, um, about Gina's skirt, I mean, Gina's skirt, Gina's accent, like, and how her scenes are boring. People are sharing it like crazy because people agree with it. I don't think Gina is at the top of the list of liked housewives in the moment. So it's kind of like bad timing that she's going to start messing with an older woman. Sorry, it's true about her fashion. Um, It, feel, it feels very catty. Then Shanyan, Shanyan also wrote back and said, um, she, she, screenshot the entire thing. And she said in her post, oh, oh, no, it's just a picture of her and Vicky and Andy from Watch What Happens Live. She didn't screenshot the actual post. And she said, Gina, I'm not going to take it anymore. No one noticed you wearing that skirt on Watch What Happens Live, including myself, but people noticed when I wore it. So, And then she made fun of the fact that she didn't spell imitation. Gina needs to tread lightly. She's trying to put her fingers in, her nose in wherever she possibly can to drum up a little drama. It's it's feeling thirsty. Take Gina out, put Vicky in, or do an entire overhaul and start over. That's the only way this show can work. I can't do... um, Yeah, she said imitation is the most flattering. Imitation is the, what is the the statement? Imitation. In, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Is that what it is? Um, something along those lines. 
I just don't see Gina still on the show. I don't have an interest in her. I like Emily. I said it yesterday. I really like Emily. For a while there, Emily and Gina were very um, kind of like placed in the same boat. I don't think Emily and Gina are the same. I think Emily is a dynamic character with a lot of great, great stories. Very, very um, watchable, right? That being said, OC is not doing so good, which would make Kelly Dodd very happy. So Kelly Dodd um, was mentioned on the same episode of Watch What Happens Live. She was mentioned because the I, apparently he's not the owner. Apparently he's just the manager of the Quiet Woman. It's a restaurant in Corona Del Mar that got famous on OC because Shannon and Kelly were at the dinner that one night where Shannon lost her shit and threw the plate. And the quiet woman became like a, a character on OC. And apparently all of them are going. And so um, so the manager slash owner still don't know, don't care. Julius was the bartender on this one episode. Allegedly, according to Kelly, Shannon got him there, got him on the bar. Have no idea why or what or um, how that works, but Andy Cohen was probe him being there. Now, at one point, Andy had asked Julius, who is your favorite housewife to, to come to um, the quiet woman? And when he said that, Andy said Kelly Dodd, just like a kind of tongue in cheek under his breath. And then Julius said, no, Shannon Bedore, Kelly Dodd is actually the worst housewife to come into Corona Del Mar. I mean, to come into the quiet woman. When I heard that, my heart stopped because like, number one, I knew Kelly Dodd was going to take issue with that because she's human. And number two, I mean, it really does not feel good to be called out like that on a live national TV show. Doesn't feel good, right? Then I thought to myself, if the quiet woman is kind of like Kelly's neighborhood spot and she goes there often and Shannon goes there often, I... I was thinking to myself, like, I have a couple restaurants that are around the corner from me, Thai Show, Casita. Like, if you're in Sherman Oaks, you know those restaurants. I go there all the time. If I, if one of them was on, because, like, a bunch of these reality shows have shot on those shows. Like, Vanderpump Rules just shot at Thai Show. And Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules just shot at Casita. Same owner. So imagine if the owner shows up on Watch What Happens Live and then mentions something like, oh, that Donna Bowling from Daily Dose of Donna is the Well, number one, I'd probably be like, oh my God, they mentioned my name on Watch What Happens Live. I'd be so excited. But she, um, but I would just be devastated to know that like the restaurant that I go to often thinks I'm horrible. That's just a really embarrassing, right? Really embarrassing. So yes, you guys, no politics, no politics. See, that's the problem. You mentioned Kelly Dodd and politics come up. We are not talking about the politics. We can think all that, but we're talking about just the housewives, okay? Um, and yes, you may not like certain personalities, but it's let's not bring politics into it. Um, okay, I'm trying really hard to keep this like always a light show. That being said, um, let's be catty about the reality stars and not about politicians. So, so. Um, he said Kelly Dodd, which felt bad. Vicky immediately, her face has that like <gasps> Vicky face because Vicky and Kelly are friends. Apparently, I don't know. They're friends. They hang out. 
they align in some capacity. I don't know. Shannon and Kelly Dodd have a very non-friendship. I know Tamara Judge can't stand Kelly Dodd. Kelly can't stand Tamara. So Vicky is the only Trace Amiga, Trace Amigas who actually likes Kelly Dodd. So this was weird. Kelly Dodd did a face. Kelly Dodd has a um, a daily show on YouTube with her husband Rick Leventhal, and it's called The Daily Smash. And I have a lot of watchers, viewers on my YouTube show, and so do, um, and, the, and that are also fans of Kelly Dodd. You guys, please forgive me today because I'm not moving at 100% because I'm on cold medicine and I'm a little sick. So, but at least I showed up to work, baby. So, Kelly, Kelly spoke on, she does an OC Real Real Housewives of OC recap show once a week, in addition to her daily show. She's doing it because it's getting a lot of views. And listen, this is a business at the end of the day for YouTube creators, et cetera. But I always think to myself, it's, it's hard to watch people that talk so much crap about their old, like, friends and employers, but then watch it. Like, it would be like me sitting here and just having a show completely dogging the Disney Channel, like every single episode, just horribly talking about the Disney Channel, but then talking about it to get ratings. Like it's weird. It's very, it's Bethany a little bit, right? So anyway, they, Kelly Dodd had just seen this and she was so upset. And I watched a few minutes of this episode and apparently, you know, she looked like she was going to cry and I kind of get it. I kind of get it. That's not like a good feeling, right? But meanwhile, Vicky had sent her a a video that said it was from her and Julius, the guy, the bartender saying, and they were drinking, they were taking shots of tequila on the show. And she said, I am um, so sorry that that happened. And Julius said, the guy, "I, I, I, I didn't know what to do. It was on the prompter. They told me to say it. Well, that's a lie. Now, I haven't watched Kelly Dodd's Daily Smash today, so I don't know what she's said since, but she did have a rant where she went off on this episode yesterday where she thought that Bravo had put a teleprompter to say Kelly Dodd's name yesterday. And Kelly Dodd lost her shit on Bravo. Why do they hate me so much? Why are they so mean to me? Why do they single me out? Is it because it's only because of politics and this and this and that? Well, here's my thought about the political side really fast. I believe, I could be wrong, I believe that there are many, 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 many housewives who align politically with Kelly. Just some are less loud. That's the truth. So I don't think it's necessarily about the political affiliation. I also wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Andy Cohen's inner circle voted the same as Kelly Dodd. I really wouldn't, okay? Number two, they don't have it out for Kelly Dodd, in my opinion. Kelly Dodd is lover or hater because I know a lot of people really love her. And I get it kind of because I loved Jeff Lewis. So like I I see the side of Kelly Dodd. I really do, the good side. Um, And she's watchable. You can't deny that. But a lot of people really don't like super polarizing outspoken figures, which is why a lot of people don't like Teresa. And a lot of people don't like Vicky. And a lot of people don't like um, Lisa Rinna. It's just the way that these shows work. Nini. So 
Do I think Bravo has it out for Kelly? No. We also then come to find out that this teleprompter situation is not true. It was a lie. Kelly Dodd never, I mean, this Julius guy never put it on the teleprompter. It was never on the teleprompter. And it was kind of crappy, I think, that um, that he said that. It was probably just like trying to get out of it really fast. Like, I hope no one, um, you know, I hope Kelly's not mad at me. But either way, it felt shady. I'm curious what you guys think about it. Kelly Dodd has posted like nonstop about it, right? She's um she's uh talking about like today she's talking about how um this NBC Universal uh she said, "Please watch my Daily Smash YouTube show and support our channel. NBC Universal had our OC recap yanked off YouTube because they didn't like me using the clip where they talked about me." So now there's like drama between them. Um, uh, you guys, it's very tricky. It's very tricky. What do you guys think? I want to know what you guys think. I think if you're on the right side of someone like a Kelly Dodd, you're probably having the best time with her. But if you're on the wrong side, you want to probably run very far away. That's with a lot of these people, right? That's how I feel. Okay. Let's get into the reunion. I mean, the reunion, the reality union. <laughs> reunion, reality union. Let's get into that. Look, some like some of your supporters of the con- free speech. What's wrong with my listeners? What are they doing? Oh, oh, you guys, please don't get into this. This is the problem. You can't talk about people like Kelly Dodd. You can't talk about people like Heather McDonald. It like immediately becomes drama and politics. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's just have fun. Okay. Bethany Frankel has really, really gotten the ball rolling. Now it's official. Bravo and NBC Universal have been sued, which is such a big deal, sued by, um, you know, former cast members. A legal letter with wild allegations was sent after former Real Housewives of New York, Bethany Frankel, called for reality stars to unionize. <clears throat> Oh my God, you guys, my voice, I'm so sorry. It's so horrible to listen to this. Um, NBC Universal and Bravo are being accused of subjecting the reality stars to grotesque and depraved mistreatment. The same attorneys that um, Bethany got going on um, on her law, on this uh, legal situation, Brian Friedman, Mark Garagos, um, and this letter was obtained by page six, says... It accuses the networks of making deliberate attempts to manufacture mental instability by plying their talent with alcohol while depriving them of food and sleep, as well as denying mental health treatment for those displaying obvious and alarming signs of mental deterioration. Also, says it accuses NBC, this is crazy, this is so Lizzo now, also accuses Bravo and NBC of distributing and or condoning the distribution of non-consensual consensual pornography and calls out the distribution of revenge porn. Oh, you guys. Now it's saying that the networks are covering up acts of sexual violence. It's not good. This is really, really not good. So here's my thoughts, you guys. It could be true. Okay. It could be true. 
I'm sure there are cases, bad cases, in every single one of these shows. All I know is that it says something that all the current cast members, anyone that's actually on reality TV right now, are not speaking up. Everyone that has been on reality TV in the past and are no longer on it are speaking up. Reminds me a little bit of people that are in, you know. Okay. I think there's a lot to be said here. I think that there's probably multiple incidences where alcohol was used, where bad things were said, where situations were set up. I also think this is a lot on producers, specific producers. I know specific producers that are shitty and that are dangerous. And then there's a lot of producers that are really good human beings. Um, my husband works on many reality shows and he's had both experiences, right? He's seen it really bad and he's seen it really good. So to do a blanket statement against every single one of these shows and the whole network as a whole. Number one, Bethany clearly is not going to get a job on the Today Show. Did anyone think about that? Wasn't she like trying to vie for a Today Show spot? NBC is going to hate Bethany. All of NBC, all of Bravo. Now, is this worth it for her? Possibly. Possibly. I, I'm still on the fence about the intention because I'm on the fence about the source, right? Oh my God, how funny. Hoda's going to start day drinking again. I don't understand specifically what the goal here is. If it's really coming from a place of like, be strong, I want the best for everyone, this is a crisis, then power to them. But if you're posting about this in between dollar store hauls and, you know, red lobster trips, feels strange. Just saying. You know my thoughts on that, right? You guys know my thoughts. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wrap up this episode for the live, and I'm going to attach my conversation with Eliza from Face Reality 16 on Instagram directly right after this. So if you're watching this live on TikTok, you're going to have to check out YouTube show in a bit. And, um, and I'm going to wrap it right here. You guys, I will talk to you. Talk to you guys soon. Here's Eliza. Welcome back to Daily Dose of Donna. You guys, I was just telling you that we had such a kind of a groundbreaking update in the Kyle and Morgan Wade, Kyle Richards, Morgan Wade story. And I've been friends online now via DM with Eliza from Face Reality 16 on Instagram for, I guess, a couple months now since kind of like all of this came out and you became, mm -hmm. I think you were like the private investigator, the sleuth <laughs> of all sleuths. Everyone should know who Eliza is. Her account exploded in June because you were, and I want to hear from you, but you were like the first to really break down what is happening between Kyle and Mauricio. So why don't you share a little bit about that really fast before we get into the updates? Yeah, sure. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yay. Um, I'm happy you're finally on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I mean, the biggest thing that I had been thinking about it, watching it, kind of just letting it stew for a while. I didn't really know how to dive in because it was kind of 
a sensitive thing to like question, obviously. Um, but as soon as Morgan was on the live with Kathy and Kyle, I was like, okay, there she is. Like people don't, people haven't been following this. Like I have, I kind of, ha- if I want to talk about this, I have to start from the beginning and that's how it all started. And it just went from there. And I was like, let's, let's line up the timelines and see what we get. And there's way more than I even thought would be there to find. Um, and yeah. from there it just took off. Yeah. You really like, I'm telling you, I think a lot of people don't give just like fans that turn into these, you know, Instagram journalists or podcasters or whatever enough credit, but we are so invested and you really showed that you went, you weren't going to just throw something out there. Like I'm getting a feeling if you were going to get a feeling you wanted to show, I guess, evidence of what made you feel this way. Because as we always say, when there's smoke, there's fire. And like something was, something was afoot. So if we could give like a five minute or less, like two minute kind of rundown or update or recap of the Mm -hmm. Kyle, Morgan, Mauricio up until where we are now, which is beginning of August. Do you Mm -hmm. think you can give us that? Because my voice can't do it. (laughs) Reach into my brain. Yeah. Um, Okay. So basically it was looking through how Instagram, the Instagram of Kyle, Mauricio and Morgan, um, the big thing that kind of set it off was Kyle's Father's Day post to Mauricio from this year versus last year and how last year it was much more loving and uh, talked about, you know, a lot more. Their relationship. Um, it was much more yeah. like, I'm, I love you. I'm so More eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. more I, I, I and less. And then this year was more based from like the position of the girls. Like the girls are so lucky to have you as their dad. And there was very – there was nothing that really um, – you know, pointed to their relationship at all. So that's kind of, I didn't, I I went back to kind of normal posts that you would see between the two of them, which were prior to, gosh, I mean, it goes all the way back to like 2021 because no. Yeah. Let's just say we start at the beginning of 2022 they're having they're they're posting normally for the most part, but also January twenty twenty two is when she first posted about meeting Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that time, she's still posting normal posts with, with Mauricio. And then I think it was July twenty twenty two, which was the last post that she had standing next to Mauricio with her girls, and you know, seemingly normal post from her. And from then, it just kind of trailed off, and it became. Also, you notice her style changed a lot. She became a lot more edgy. She became a lot more like dark, um, just dressing in like leather and her hair was changing. Um, And then you start to see posts with Morgan and no more posts with Mauricio, at least not with the two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, and then the ring. The The ring stopped making an appearance. Yeah, the ring slowly like became, okay, just the wedding band. And then it became another band that didn't really look like her wedding bands to me, which was odd. And then you also noticed a ring that maybe Morgan had that matched the one that Kyle was wearing. That was very, you know, odd to me. Um, The tattoos, obviously. Oh, the tattoos. Yeah. And then also um, it was, you know, Kyle went sober. 
right, right. She, July, she decided to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when you put it together, you realize her and Mauricio from season one, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I rewatch, they had a drinking relationship, right? It's yeah. not that they were drinkers, but every time they would go out, it was margaritas, it was drinks. And all of a sudden she's sober and so is Morgan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, you know, started working out heavily mm-hmm. and losing all yep. this weight and going to the same trainer as Morgan. So you're like starting to see all those things, right? And then um, – so the most recent kind of craziness happened a few weeks ago. I don't know the exact date. I want to say it was around – yeah, it was right before July 4th. It was like right before mm-hmm. July 4th Yeah, when the People magazine article came out. And I um, – that's written by my friend Dave Quinn. He mm-hmm. was on the show as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And he basically said that he had enough evidence – um, and people and sources who had told him that they had split up. Right. He didn't say they were getting a divorce. He didn't say anything about Morgan. Um, but it's a rumored thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to kind of update everyone, Kyle and Mauricio released a joint statement that weekend saying, we've had a tough year, but the rumors of divorce are not true. Mm-hmm. They did not say that they weren't separating or weren't splitting. Right. And then they presented themselves on July 4th weekend as like a happy family, right? They, they took mm-hmm. pictures. And once again, I think that was the last time we've seen them together since – I don't yeah. remember seeing them since then. Right. Yeah, there was like a picture of Kyle standing like three feet away from him with her. Like they were – it was just such an – I just remember being like, this is not helping, guys. Like, Yeah, like her, literally this. her body, like, her pelvis like was we're like – standing together. Yeah, yeah. She was like <laughs> – don't touch me from the waist down kind of a thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just hard to ignore all the little subtleties now with all the other stuff behind it to totally. just kind of uh, yeah. pretend like, yeah. And then, so mm-hmm. since then, things kind of quieted down a little bit. Obviously, mm-hmm. there was like a media frenzy. Everyone was going crazy. We were all. Yeah, I was and, losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you gained about 500,000 followers. It was crazy. <laughs> Felt like it, yeah. It was crazy. But like, but honestly, people are very interested in this. And if you're a real housewife, um, it's kind of goals, right? Like you want to mm-hmm. be on people's minds. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, then she – most recently, she was in Aspen a week ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So she was posting about this openly on her stories and everything. She was being pictured on TMZ very openly with Morgan Wade and other people in Aspen. Morgan had a performance. She was there. And then it comes out that she's doing a documentary about Morgan Wade, which is as left of a turn as anyone could expect. What are your thoughts around that? I mean, I've gotten a lot of DMs saying, okay, wh- who's picking this up? Where is this going to, st- like, I don't understand. The- I don't understand the connection. Um, like, I'm sure she's got a fascinating life story. I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. It's just doesn't seem like it's maybe set in stone yet, like what it's what's going to happen, if anything, with it. So is it just kind of like a ruse to give them an excuse to have more time that they can spend together and have this, oh, we're doing the documentary. That's just what we're doing. It's kind of how it feels. Because anyone like you and me could do that. Like We could say we could do a documentary. And You want to do a documentary on me, Eliza? Let's do do one. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, Morgan does have an audience. She is a, a legit performer. She can sell out, 
you know, um, concert halls. I don't know how big her audience is, but I imagine she has enough of of an audience. Mm -hmm. But what I think is confusing for people is, yes, she's very young. She's 28. um, And she doesn't have – I'm like, my voice is like killing me, so I I apologize so badly. But she doesn't have – maybe she has an interesting story. I mean, number one, who doesn't, right? Like we all have stories. Right. But it just seems very out of left field because Kyle is not – yes, she's produced her scripted show um, and she's in the industry. But she's not a documentary filmmaker. That is not something she's ever done. It's not mm-hmm. something we've ever seen in terms of cameras around them until this week. Yeah. So it's not like the reason why they've spent all this time together right. is because of the documentary. This is like an add-on to what we've already seen. My gut feeling, I think a lot of people's gut feeling is like when you have feelings for someone, when you love someone so much or care about someone so much, you want to spend time together. And so let's think of a project that we can do together. Let's think Mm -hmm. of a book we can write together. Let's think of a podcast we should start together or a documentary we can create so that Mm. there's a reason that I have to be in your presence, you know, like it's, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, now today, this morning, (laughs) Kyle Richards and Morgan Wade drop a teaser, like a behind the scenes teaser, right? Or is it the actual video? I don't, I know it's not that. Yeah. The actual video comes out on Thursday. So okay. Week. Yeah. So the video, the song is called uh, Fall in Love With Me. Fall in Love With Me. Yeah. Yeah. Morgan Wade has a song that is out now called Fall in Love With Me. And Kyle Richards and Morgan have this like beautifully produced behind the scenes video of the two of them filming this music video. It's a song about Morgan wanting this person to fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. Right now, what did you notice about the lyrics right off the top? Um, there's some very specific things like, you know, things like I want you to think about me when you're overseas. Um, text me from the yacht. I swear I'm not going to go to Insider, which is kind of a random magazine to use. I'm guessing sh- there weren't that many that could be right. rhymed with. <laughs> I was like TMZ uh, would have been better. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And what else? Oh, I I have to hit you up as a friend, like something like a using kind of like using your friendship to connect to you. And yeah, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. It was basically what it is. And, um, yeah, it's hard to be like, this isn't obviously about someone we know, but. Well, so this is the craziest part is the, the kind of um, dialogue around this release of this music video is interesting because what are they saying in this behind the scenes video of the two of them sitting on a couch? Why have they decided to do this video? Yeah, they, they decided they're going to have a little fun with the rumors and play into them and they're going to be, you know, play the romantic interests for each other basically in this music video. Um just to, you know, troll the trolls or whatever. I think that's specifically what they said. (laughs) Yeah. They said something along the lines of trolling the trolls, give them something to talk about if they're going to talk about us anyway. And while all of that could be 
kind of actually funny and smart or whatever. What did you figure out in terms of timelines of all of this? It's all about the timeline. It's really, um, seriously, it's really all about the timeline. all there. Um, the first – okay, first of all, the song, I could find it being sung back in um, uh, March of this year on YouTube. Someone else DM'd me, said they heard it last August. So the first thing I looked at was the lyrics. I didn't even hear about the music video. So the song alone, still nothing like explains that. Um, the video, Kyle posted a picture of herself in one of the outfits in the video back in mid-June. So it must have been filmed early to mid-June at the latest. And my like the deep dive stuff didn't really take off until end of July. No, end of June. End of June. Um, so like what? Are they psychics? Are they talking to Alison Dubois to get information on what is going to happen? Or is this like, are we playing right into their hands? Are they just like keeping all these things up in line to, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very. Well, it looks like when they're filming kind of their interview in this behind Mm -hmm. the scenes, it does look like they filmed it the day that they filmed the music video or that Mm -hmm. week or whatever. Right. Yeah. They're in their costume, et cetera. On set. Yeah. They're on set. And like you said, and wait, we know that it was filmed early June because of um, because she had posted stills. So she had posted a picture of her in one of the co- one of the outfits. Um, it was like June nineteenth, but it okay. was it was supposed to be like life. It was life lately, so it could have been who knows. You know, it could have been that day. At least oh, June nineteenth or earlier. Lately. It was yes, the life lately. Yes, it was lately. the infamous okay. life lately. Yes, yes. Okay. So, so here is my thinking around this. If that was if they had shot the video and the interview, the interview is the telling part because the video mm-hmm. could have been for fun, whatever. Right. And then they did if they did the interview last week, for example, mm-hmm. talking about um, now we decided to release this or whatever. But the plan was in action way before you really started your deep dive. You and Samantha Bush, mm-hmm. who is Bravo historian, the two of you are the reason that this is a conversation out there. I am 100% mm-hmm. confident of that. <laughs> Would it have been figured out by other people? Maybe, but you guys are the ones that really, I think, brought it to light. Mm-hmm. Um, you started that late June, mid to late June. Mm-hmm. There were no trolls trolling, except maybe the most obscure, smallest comments on an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. No one was really talking about it. Mm-hmm. One person, two people, five people. You don't create an entire music video. To troll right. six people out there. So the whole thing is so suspect to me. Now it really makes me think, are we just literally getting punked? Um, it seems like they're trying to double down in order for us to think, you know, they're they're trying to get in on the joke to make it seem like it's not real. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> So, so then just to kind of like, you know, what we think this means for, here's the thing. This is what I want to say. My show is definitely not like, I'm not trying to uncover some crazy ass stuff and like ruin people's lives. But if you, uh, my show is all about just sharing what's being shown to us. And this is all being shown to us right to our face. And we, we as viewers who have been watching Kyle, since Portia was like two years old with a pacifier in her mouth, we are invested. We're Mm -hmm. invested. And so obviously we're going to talk about it and they want us to talk about it. 
because this helps Morgan. This helps um, Kyle be talked about. And at the end of the day, like this helps ratings for mm-hmm. Housewives. Who will now watch Beverly Hills Housewives that maybe wasn't going to? Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all good and dandy. I just find the entire thing so suspect. I feel like we're going insane. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. we're going insane with this kind of like pendulum it's, swing. It's very, it, it's very like gaslighty. Like, like, oh, you think you're so, you know, you're so quick and we're just over here like making a big joke out of it, but haha, it's just a joke. Like, and we're like, but what? No, it's not because there's all this other stuff that you're not even going to address and you're just going to make a big joke out of it, make us feel like we're crazy. And I don't like that. And what's also (laughs) kind of interesting, do you remember the Amazon live when she made a long conversation, like a word salad around Mm -hmm. don't speculate? Right. Right. How can you do this and say, (laughs) don't speculate? That's like me having a podcast and say like, don't, don't listen to me, but uh, here's my podcast. Don't listen. Don't listen to a word I say. Don't, don't take it for anything. I'm just going to say a whole bunch of stuff and you're just going to have to ignore it. And yeah, it doesn't. Now I got a lot of DMs and I'm sure you did too today after watching this behind the scenes video and 97% of them are like, wait, they look in love. These two women look flirty. They look like they, the way that they're talking about each other. I mean, you have to understand that if she was doing that with Teddy, I don't feel like anyone would feel that. What, what is that? Mm-hmm. What is it about the two of them that we feel that they have a feelings for each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of teasing that goes on back and forth. Um, I feel like with Kyle and Teddy – it was more one side, you know, like Kyle was more of the teaser and Teddy just kind of took it and was like, whatever, Kyle, like she, it, the playfulness wasn't there as much. There's a lot of playfulness. There's a lot of, um, like I got a lot of DMs about like the tension you can feel like there's, there's, we can play, but we can't play that much kind of a thing going on. So you can feel that like restriction that they're kind of like holding back a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a total energy there and I don't think people, not everyone like reads that type of energy and people I think underestimate how much certain people can read when they're, you know, what they're not showing, what they're not saying is louder a lot of times than what they are saying. Like I, nine times out of the 10, I'm just like ignoring everything they're saying. And I'm just like, looking at what's everything else that's happening right now? Like the timeline, like the, the, the facts of the matter, like you can say whatever you want, but I'm not listening. I'm looking at everything else. And yeah. I want a body language expert to break yeah. that down. I'm sure on TikTok, there will be a body language yeah. expert that breaks mm-hmm. it down. The way that they're sitting, they're not legs crossed towards each other, which would right. be the obvious way that you would sit with someone that you love. Mm-hmm. It's like specifically opposite, which you said was mirroring. That's yeah. Like- yeah. And I mean, normally, yeah, it would go towards each other, but they're, they're, they're consciously keeping it so it's the opposite of what they want to show, I guess, or what they they want yeah. people to, yeah. Yeah. So all I'll just say is this. I want, I want, and I think the majority of the world wants Kyla Richards happy. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, if anything, I mean, I want her to be stoked with her husband or with Morgan or whatever, as long as she's happy and her family's on board, her daughters mm-hmm. specifically. Um, all I know is that Morgan will become more successful here, 100%. 
the agency, Kyle got the agency on the map. Mauricio's now got the biggest real estate agent agency. He has his own show. Mm-hmm. And the next thing is Morgan. Like Morgan will get her own show on CMT in 2024. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's- Who knows? She's she's got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Eliza! Thank you so much. Thank you for doing the dirty work. Thank you for mm-hmm. um, you know spending all hours updating your your Instagram stories. You guys go check out Instagram Face Reality sixteen is Eliza's account, and then you're on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. But I know Instagram is kind of like your home, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Oh my absolutely. gosh, absolutely. Thank you so Th- much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. <laughs> so fun. Have a great weekend, dosers. <laughs>